I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. I can think back to a season in my life where it felt like my heart was crushed and that doors were closed in my face. And as I've been reading in the Bible, it just brings me to a place of joy in my heart currently because I think back to those seasons of feeling hopeless and feeling like my heart could never mend. And now to know that God does mend and God does restore and he does open doors, even though it feels like doors have been closed in your face and that he is not going to use you or things are not going to go the way you want them to go. And I was reading the other day in Luke 11, and I thought it would be cool to talk about it today, but it just gave me so much peace and joy to see on the other side of a closed door, on the other side of a difficult season to look back and does the scar really go away? Does the hardship and the hurt ever that happened go away just because you're on the other side of it? No, the your heart was still crushed and those moments still happen, but you get to walk away with the wounds and the victory stories and the things that sh- show that you went through a difficult season in your life and you get to help others who are then going through the same season. So the scripture Trish was referring to that she was reading the other day out of Luke 11, um, I'm going to just read, I'll start in verse five. Then teaching them more about prayer, he used this story. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You say to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from his bedroom, don't bother me. The door is locked for the night and my family and I are all in bed. I can't help you. But I tell you this, though he won't do it for friendship's sake, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence. And so I tell you, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find it. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And I, I think it's kind of telling. I mean, we've heard, I say we, those of us that have been around the church around Christianity, we've heard of, you know, ask, seek, knock. We've heard of that. I, I can't count how many times I've heard it. Right. And we can't take it like out of context and like, Oh, I, I need, I want this. I need this. I'm just going to ask for it. And it's mine. Right. Like, no, it's, you know, it's not just like, Oh, I, I want that. Uh, I want that new sports car, right? And God, you're going to give it to me. That, that's not what we're talking about here. That's not the context of the scripture. Um, but it, it's just, you know, if you are persistent with God and pursuing him and pursuing what he wants for you, he's going to help you get to where you need to be. And I think it's interesting in the story, and it really stood out to me where it says, suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight, wanting to borrow three loaves of bread. You say to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out from another bedroom, don't bother me. What I think is interesting just about that little snippet is you have a friend, 
kind of the guy in the middle, right? Who he has a friend at his house that he's taken in and, and opened up his home to. And it was a surprise. He wasn't ready for him. He wasn't prepared for it. But this friend came over and he's like, yeah, sure. Come on in, you know, stay the night. But I have no food. Let me go to my other friend's house and see if they have some bread we can have and I can feed you. And so what is interesting about this analogy is it's showing kind of the mediator between, you know, the two. It's showing that you have the person who that has the food and you have the person who needs the food and then you have the person in the middle. And if you had somebody randomly show up at your house and <laughs> and wanted to be fed, and this is even a, it's a friend. If a friend of yours showed up and wanted to be fed, you would probably scrape together whatever peanut butter and jelly you have and whatever ends of the bread you have in your cupboard and, and you'd make them a sandwich. Like you're going to feed them. But when it's, somebody's coming to your house and they want you to provide a meal for somebody else at to bring to their house to feed somebody else. It's different. And when you think about it in that way, it's not just, he's looking to feed himself. He's not just showing up because he's hungry. He's showing up because he wants to feed other people. And what Thaddeus said earlier is, you know, we, we go hard after God on behalf of other people and on behalf of ourselves. And we, we go to God and we remind him and we present to him what it is that we we are in need of, you know, we come to him with our prayers, with our supplications, and we're reminding him, hey, this is what your word says. This is what the promises are that you have. And we're presenting it to him as though we're trying to obtain the promises that we know, you know, he that are, are available to us because it says, keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. How many of us don't even think to ask God for things and we just assume oh god has better things to do or god has all these other people or last time i asked god for something it didn't happen and so what's the point but it's everyone who asks receives everyone who seeks finds and everyone who knocks the door will be opened and so it's just that matter of persistence it's a matter of coming before god and and seeking him really not just on behalf of yourself but also on behalf of other people i can think of an example with the church that Trish and I are part of, um, honestly, it, some of it happened before we started attending there. And then throughout the years we've been there, there's just been kind of, well, let me just get to it. So what happened was they were looking to expand and not necessarily like build a bigger building or anything like that, but have a, another site. And they were working on buying a, purchasing an old movie theater that had gone on a business um, in a different town, not the town we, that we're in or the, the building that we go to church at is. Um, and that wasn't going to shut that down. It was just going to be a multi-site type of deal. And things moved along and then things got held up. And ultimately that site did not happen. But in the persistence of prayer and asking God, like, what do you have for us to do seeking to find something that would be um, something that the church felt would be the right move doors opened up for us. There was another church in a totally different area, totally different town, the opposite direction of where they were headed to begin with that uh, there was a church within our denomination that was struggling and they were about to close their doors and we were able to go in and 
purchase that church and keep that church alive by doing multi-site there. So it's an answer to both prayers, prayers from our congregation and prayers from their congregation to have God open the doors for opportunity to keep their church alive and then for us to be able to expand the mission of our our church, which is to reach the lost. And now since we've been there, I mean, that campus has been been open as a part of our congregation for a number of years now. And we still have been looking to even add another site. And there's been a, a nearby town where there was an opportunity to purchase a building, an existing building, not building a new building, but purchase a building that we would be able to move into and um, start another site. And those doors got shut on us, um, similarly to the first situation. And then just over time, continued prayer, continued asking, seeking, you know, knocking. Things opened back up for that same building. Um, whatever was going to happen with it fell through and someone reached back out to, to our church. And that's set some more wheels in motion. And it's not finalized yet. There's still a lot of hurdles, and, but there's, there's a hope that it's going to go through. And that being said... It might not, right? I mean, we don't know. We're we're hopeful as a church body that it will, um, but it's just continued prayer and asking and seeking and knocking. And we get it. Not all of you are probably looking to expand your church buildings or looking to do something as extravagant as that, but that is just a really cool example of literal doors being closed and opportunities closing and then doors, literal doors being opened up to us and and to our church family. And it's so cool. It's all public knowledge and it's really interesting story. So, um, but for you personally, I'm sure you've had doors slammed in your face and I'm sure you have had missed opportunities or honestly felt like you were in a room and you were in a space and you even got pushed out the room and the door got slammed on you. We've been there. We know that hurt. We know that, that frustration of, feeling like you have this space and it's sacred to you and then it gets taken away from you and psalms 34 verse 18 says the lord is close to the brokenhearted he rescues those whose spirits are crushed and that's god for you that's who he is for us god is close to the brokenhearted and he saves those who are crushed in spirit and so if you're in that place where you're looking for anything a the tiniest door to have a crack that you can go through or, or you're feeling, maybe you're in that same space where you're feeling like the door literally just got slammed in, in your face and it hit your nose and your eyes on the way out and gave, left you all bloody. I don't know, but just know that the Lord is so close to you. And in those seasons, what I was talking about earlier and how I can read this now and I can think back, wow. But in those seasons where you feel so crushed and so broken, those are some of the seasons where I've met God the strongest when I've really, I sought him because those who seek find. And I've, I really had the decision to make when I was going through those seasons. Do I, do I seek God or do I not? And the decision is yours too. In whatever season you're in, is it, is it the time to seek God? Is the time go, to go hard for God? And I would, I would bargain. Yeah, it is. And God wants to be there for you. He wants to open doors for you that no man can shut. He wants to hold you so close to him 
and just piggybacking off of Luke 11, what we read earlier, where it says, you fathers, if your children ask for fish, do you not give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Beautiful. And I know some people, you know, that's specifically saying how much more will the, your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? And and God desires for you to have the Holy Spirit and to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I guess that's the, the lead up to this whole thing that we read is that the Holy Spirit is really going to be what helps you through those seasons and what helps you through those times where you are petitioning for your friends before the throne of God. And you're like, Hey, my, my friend needs three loaves of bread. <laughs> you know, like it's the Holy Spirit that's going to help you in those times. And I know we referred to like our church experience and even what Trish is saying. Sometimes it's, it, we can come across like we're talking in a, uh, it, Personally to us, a lot of times it's like ministry type things when we're talking about something like that. But it, it can be tangible to an everyday life thing of maybe you are working a job and you feel like it's good and things are going well and maybe you can get a promotion and that door gets closed in your face. Maybe, you, maybe you've been laid off, right? And, and so it's seeking to find a new job. And being persistent in that and asking God for direction on where to go. And sometimes that means taking a leap of faith and going in a completely different direction than you've been before. Or maybe it's with your children and they're pursuing something um, athletically and they're doing something and putting in work and all of a sudden opportunities that once were theirs are no longer for them and that's for someone else. Or they thought they're going to have an opportunity and it was given to someone else. And that can be disheartening. But so it's not just in the church world of, you know, being able to be put in a place to do ministry. It, it's a it's in everyday life of when a door gets shut or when a door maybe opens up of to continue to pursue, right? And continue to ask God direction I think a big piece of asking seeking knocking a big piece of that is like it really just asking God for direction yeah I agree Bible says that the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord and he wants to give us direction when we call on him so really just continue to ask God for for his help honestly and continue to to seek him in what it is he has for you in your life, what, whether you're a student or an adult, a parent, a grandparent, whatever it is, wherever, whatever place you are in life, there's always room to ask for more direction and help from God. And to continually do that and continually be in his word, because these types of scriptures that we reference today, they're just good reminders, right? You might have like, like I said, I don't even know how many times I've heard the ask, seek, knock scripture, right? And it's it's in multiple books of the Bible too, right? Throughout the, uh, you know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Yeah, Matthew 7, 7 through 8, I know has it in it too, specifically, if you want another reference. Yeah, throughout the Gospels. So it, it's, I've heard it countless times, but it's a reminder. So you might not learn something new every time you get in the Word, 
but you're going to get a reminder and sometimes those reminders are just simple like okay yeah i need to i needed that right or sometimes they hit you in the face like oh i forgot about that so just continue to seek god in what it is wherever it is you are in life right now if you have any questions or if you have any prayer requests if you're praying about something and, and you want more people praying with you feel free to send it our way you can email us at info at fallenshortpodcast.com and we would love to pray for you until next time i'm thaddeus and i'm trish and we love you guys or maybe you're aspiring to start one. If you are, we'd like to encourage you to check out Blueberry Podcasting for all of your hosting needs. We use Blueberry today, and let me tell you, it's it's real slick. Uh, works with our website just fine on a plugin. So if you use our code Fallen Short, you can get your first month free. So you can go ahead and click that affiliate image link on our website and get started with your podcast.